We're very lucky to have interviewed on Tuesday night the University of Houston women's soccer coach, Diego Bocanegra. I'm sure you've all seen the stories, you've heard the news, and you've seen what's going on in the city of Houston with the hurricane and the flooding with the after effects. University of Houston basketball coach Kelvin Sampson put out a tweet asking other basketball programs from around the country, whether they're junior college, NAIA, Division One, Two, II, and Three, or even high school and AAU teams, to donate any shoes, shirts, shorts, warm-ups, or anything that they may have to try to spread around the city of Houston. Realizing that the soccer community is just as big and a very tight-knit family, Coach Bocanegra did the same thing. And like I said, we were very lucky enough to get to interview him with everything that's going on down there, not only with just the team, but his family as well. Make sure to listen at the end, and we'll give you all the information on how you and your program, whether you're a club team, a high school team, a junior college team, a college team, anybody that wants to donate, we'll give you the information at the end of the show. This is a very special edition of Soccer Chat that we've got for everybody tonight. As, as many of you know, the events that have been going on in Houston with the flood and the hurricane going on down there. And uh, we've been fortunate enough and lucky enough that we've, we've gotten in contact with the University of Houston women's soccer coach, Coach Diego Bocanegra, uh, to be on the show with us tonight. I don't know how many of you have seen it. His tweet's gone all over. Uh, we wanted to have him on the show just that way. He, there's another voice and another form of communication that he can put out the information of what they're trying to do. Coach, welcome to the show. You know, obviously we wish it could be in, in happier times, but we, we want to reach out to you and, and, and help you out with however we can. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you guys for, for having me and, and any platform where we can get more information out there and more help to you is fantastic. So I appreciate you guys having me. You've put the tweet out uh, uh, matching up with, with Coach Samson from the basketball team. Uh, I, I, I had to admit, I did see his first. And I was thinking to myself, like, man, that'd be really cool if, if soccer community did something. And I kind of started brainstorming a little bit. And then I saw your tweet directly after his and thought, oh, I, this is something I have to be a part of. Uh, and I went crazy tweeting a bunch of programs that I knew and, and got my own school involved as well. You know, what's, what's been the, out, the outpour so far from, from other uh, programs, whether it be junior college, college, or, or high school, or even club teams? Absolutely amazing. Um, I put it out last night, and it was one of those things where I'm sitting on my couch, and about every 30 to 45 minutes, I'm walking to my front door to see if, if the floodwaters are going to actually get to my front door or not. So I had planned on staying up all night anyway. And the, um, as I'm posting it on Twitter and, and Instagram, I'm you know, tagging people. <laughs> and I realized about 70% of my friends on Facebook are in the soccer community. <laughs> and so that made it really easy to get a hold of them. But, I mean, the, the response was immediate. By the time 6 a.m. hit, we probably had pledges for 50 to 70 boxes worth of stuff, you know, 25, 30 different programs and clubs. And – you know, it, it just kept going on. That my, I've had to keep my phone almost plugged in because it's just tweet, retweet, tag, 
share and it's unbelievable and it's crossed over you know you spend time at different universities and you make friends with other coaches and other programs um and it's the same thing where our, our program our softball program and swimming and diving and you know it helps when Leroy Burrell and, and Carl Lewis are, are your track coaches and it just spread like wildfire and it's amazing to see the the community come together was there any uh, response that you got that was kind of surprising or shocking? Maybe a rival or a former rival uh, reach out? Oh, everyone. I mean, when it comes to things like this, there, there's no rivalries anymore. Yeah. We're all in the same team. And at the end of the day, soccer is the sport that we love to play. And, you know, some of my best friends, we can line up against each other. And we're going to battle for 90 minutes or a little bit longer if we go into extra time. But before and after the end of the day, we're, we're a really tight knit community. You know yeah. that we're, we're all part of this and it's amazing. People outside the soccer community, I don't think realize what a tight knit community it is. It doesn't matter. Men's or women's soccer, three NAI, junior college club rec, it, just the growth of the sport in this country for the last years has really brought us all together. And it's amazing to see it happen in, in something like this. Now you said that you were you were waiting up uh, all night. You know, actually, how close are you to the flood currently? Um, I actually just tweeted out uh, a few videos. We weren't able to leave the house for the last three days. Um, street was knee high water, and it crept up at the highest point halfway up my lawn. Oh, wow! Um, pretty lucky. I mean, blocks over, houses are flooded. It's it's amazing. I mean, not, I'm not an expert, but the estimates are something like minimum of 450,000 homes and families are going to be affected by the floods. It's unbelievable. It's, it's going to be devastating. It's going to be catastrophic, and we're not at the end yet. Um, we're, we're still in in rescue mode. Um, we're not we're not not even in recovery mode yet. Um, it has kind of taken the brunt of what we believe we're going to have, but the, the Houston metro area in general, I mean, first responders are still working around the clock. It's, it's heartwarming to see everyone come together, but it's sad that it has to be in, in a situation like this. As a coach, like how, like what's your conversations with your team and the, the group, the athletic groups around you? Like what are those conversations like right now? It's difficult because we're not together. Um, we actually had a game on Thursday in California. We were set to fly home uh, on a one thirty flight. My wife, being the the astute weather person that she is, she's like, "Hey, I don't think this is going to happen, and uh, you guys might need to try to get out early." I called the athletic director, and be difficult. But we got on a six a.m. flight the next day. We ended up having to fly through Austin, and as we were boarding the plane in Austin. They got on and said, anybody still in the terminal trying to go to Houston? We've got a few seats left, and this is the last flight into Houston. Caught the last flight into Houston from Austin. There's that live in Austin. They got off there. As soon as we landed, you know, we talked to the team in the terminal and on the flight and said, home, go with your teammates. Of our 31 uh, players, only five ended up remaining on campus. The rest went to Austin, went to San Antonio, went to us, you know, some of them since flew out to Vegas to uh, California, wherever they were. Um, 
And so what we did, we just created a Google Doc and every morning at 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. everyone needs to check in. How are they doing on the Google Doc? We've, we've been, you know, phone calls and text messages in between, but that's just our way of keeping tabs of everybody. Recorded videos and just kind of sent them and keeping them, giving them updates. Um, kind of like, hey, treat this like the last week of summer before preseason. We're not together. We're not training together. Try to keep up on your schoolwork. Try to stay fit. Campus is closed until the day after Labor Day and, and just kind of, Thankfully, technology allows us to, to keep in touch this way. Yeah. Uh, how, like, what, I, where is your campus in relation to, or how's your campus doing? I mean, really, with everything. Is it, is it campus deal with the flood at all as well? Uh, you know what, campus, we're only about 1.5 miles from downtown. Campus definitely got hit. I, I haven't been there to see. I've seen some pictures. Um, from my understanding, as of this morning, all the dorms uh, where people are living and staying are safe. Um, food services has been working around the clock providing meals. Yeah, there's parts of campus that are that are a little bit flooded, but nothing major like what you're seeing, 12 feet, uh, anything like that. So everyone that's on campus is safe. Um, even our president, Dr. Couture, she's an amazing woman. She's been there really just with the students, with the faculty, with, with the UH, U of H family. So everyone's safe there. I, I hear our, our field's about four feet underwater, but we'll, we'll cross oh, that bridge wow. when that comes. I, I can't even fathom trying to, especially like right at the beginning of the season, going through all this. And like you said, like it's major setbacks uh, of, of what's going on. And we, this is kind of really um, you know, about trying to get everybody's help. And the thing about this podcast, uh, for everybody who listens, knows that this is about soccer coaches networking together and, and, and this is a time where we all, like, like coaches said on his tweets and has said that as a community, we've got to come together uh, of, of soccer coaches and teams and, and anything that we can do to help out uh, with, with them, we, we need to be doing that. What are some, are there specific items that you guys are looking for to, to be able to provide to the city? Uh, I know I saw um, uh, on Coach Sampson's, it was t-shirts and shoes. Uh, you know, what, what all items can people send to you guys? Really any clothing item. Some people have lost everything. Uh, you've, you've seen pictures if you've been watching the news at all. People literally leaving their homes with two trash bags filled of personal items and clothes. So any clothing items, sweatshirts, um, shoes, because some people lost everything. And, you know, our hope in putting this out there is I hope as this recovery starts, we're going to be walking around the city of Houston and it's going to be a billboard for college and club athletics. So many clothes donated that parents, their kids, and I don't care. We're walking down the street with Notre Dame and UCLA and Texas. And, you know, it doesn't matter whether it's a local junior college or a club in the middle of Idaho. Families are just going to be that they have clean, dry clothes that didn't get washed away. So, Anything that you would want if everything was taken away from you, you're going to be too picky. I, my roads got cleared up a little bit today, and, and I was able to deliver some of my personal items to our local shelter. And even by the time I got there, they said they were the volunteers are just overwhelmed by the amount of contributions, which is a good thing, but we have to sift through it, um, you know, yeah. size it, gender, 
um, sizing, kids, all, all those things. So I think at this point in time, clothing are, are going to be the essential items and, and hopefully that wave balls and, and athletic equipment would, would be very welcome. But I think clothing is the most important. With your, uh, you know, you, you said you guys have the, the Google Doc with your team. Um, you know, how's it, how, obviously this is not something that we can go to a licensing course and, and learn to deal with in, in these times of, of emergencies. How much have you learned about yourself as a coach just in these last couple of days in, in dealing with all of this? I think I kind of knew, uh, at, at least I'd like to believe that step up in a situation like this, um, it, it kind of falls perfect into what we've talked about uh, as our team is, is really just putting other people first. The, the whole message of this season was being a good teammate and doing what's best for the group, not yourself. And so for us, I mean, it's tragic what's happening, but it's a perfect test for us to, to step up and literally be not just for our team, but for our university, for our community, and put others first. So it's nothing that we haven't already been saying and doing. And, and I've been just unbelievably pleased with our players' response. I haven't heard one negative thing. You know, the players are sending pictures and tweeting on treadmills, um, doing workouts, whether it be in insanity and CrossFit type race the idea of whatever's in our control, we're going to do our best. And if it's out of our control, then we can't worry about it. And, and I've been very, very proud of them and the staff for uh, what they've shown, the strength and the courage that they've shown. Being at ground zero, like where, what's been the most encouraging thing that you've seen? Like a story that you've seen, or uh, just really a good example of kind of the way the communities come together, um, that to really prove that, especially with all the divide that's been going on recently in our country, like that just really kind of encourages you to who we are as humans. Yeah. I I think on a personal and local level, all the way to, you know, JJ Watt and, and celebrities, you know, I know JJ Watt's been trying to donations. I think it's up well over $4 million. I think it was 4.5 and I just saw it a while ago. Yeah. And then, you know, you see people like the, the owner of the, the Rockets budget to donate $10 million. And I've seen the Texans and the Astros ownership, 3 and $4 million each. So on, on the large scale there, but then you, and, you know, in our neighborhood around the block, um, there, there were, we had neighbors that literally had a water pump that they had put together out of a generator and they were pumping water from into the, uh, the streams and the reservoirs, and they were taken out to hour and a half and then going inside and letting another group of four or five people, um, the first responders. I mean, this tragedy sees no color. There, there's no race. There's no religion. There's no gender. There's, there's no sexual orientation. Everybody just sees each other as people. I mean, different parts of Texas. I, I saw a video earlier today where people coming from Dallas, from Austin, from San Antonio, from all different parts of Texas, they're just driving down with jet skis and boats because they have them. And they knew that people need water rescue. I saw somebody literally drive by the freeway and there were about a hundred trucks 
with boats and jet skis on them just waiting in line asking where people trying to help people that they don't even know and it's just that's what community is all about it doesn't see anything but all of us together as people how can people get in contact with you and also the uh the information of where they can send the the items to you guys um if you go to the university of houston athletic website um if you follow the links that we have on twitter on instagram there's address, you know, the address that I've put up is for our athletic facility. The address that uh, Coach Sampson put up is for this facility, which, I mean, they're literally next door to each other. Anywhere that uh, any goods get sent to the campus and the athletic department, we'll, we'll be able to put in there. But um, we're glad to get the information where we can to the right people. All right, we can definitely do that for you guys. And anything that you guys need, just let us know, and we we'll give you the the airwaves to to get it all out there. I want to, like I said earlier, we want to thank you so much for coming on, especially during this time. We know you're busy with everything going on with not only your team but your family as well. But we want to send our our biggest wishes and prayers and thoughts down to you guys because we are thinking about you, and and we're going to do what we can to help from up here. Well, I really appreciate it. Every little bit helps, and, and you guys are being a major part of this. So I can't thank you enough. What a fitting song chosen by Coach Bocanegra. Little Bob Marley, everything's going to be all right. And with the outreach from all of the help that the city of Houston's gotten from all over the country and from us, the soccer community, everything is going to be all right. It'll just take time, but it will be all right. If you'd like to get a hold of Coach Bocanegra to find out more how you can help, you can find him on Twitter at Diego13Boca, that's B-O-C-A, Or if you have items that you'd like to donate, whether it's t-shirts, shorts, pants, jackets, socks, shoes, you can send those to attention coach Diego Bocanegra, that's B-O-C-A-N-E-G-R-A, University of Houston Women's Soccer, 3204, C-U-L-L-E-N, Boulevard, Suite 2015, Houston, Texas, 7724. Any help and all help is greatly appreciated. And if you can, let the Cougars know that you've sent your package on the way. Soccer community, we all have extra clothes laying around that we don't wear. And it's like Coach said, think about if you lost everything, what is it that you would want? If you have some of those laying around, please, please send it to the city of Houston. Send it to Coach Bocanegra so we can help those who are in need. We want to close this episode once again, sending all of our thoughts, our prayers, and our wishes to all of those who have been affected by this hurricane and the flooding in the city of Houston. As much as you can help, help as much as you can.